Are you a gambling man, Mr. Bond? If the stakes are right. A thousand a point too much for you? Hmm. Care to place a bet, Verity? No, thanks. I don't like cockfights. I'm gonna break the cycle. I'm gonna shake up the system. I'm gonna destroy my ego. I'm gonna close my body now. I'm Bounding through Brosnan, part four, the finale, Die Another Day. I'm Matt Durson. And I'm crusty old General John Moon. My friends call me Clay Inferno. Clay Inferno. My friends call me, that's a mouthful, Clay. <laughs> Fuck, I messed this whole opening up. We should have oh. planned it better. I have yeah. no responsibility here whatsoever. <laughs> that's right, John. <laughs> I never planned the opening. That's right, John. I never play. I always just said, I'm Matt Durson. You know, I'm never good at Yeah, no, that's good, though. It's like you, you keep it consistent, and Clay and I mix it up. Normally, I'm your host, and to my left, oh, left is Clay. Right. But this week, I couldn't remember what the, the North Korean general thought. I was like, moon, moon. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. Here we that's are. Moon. In part four, the 20th James Bond film from Eon, and also the 40th anniversary. That's Big that. doings in the Bond world. Doings. They make a couple references to things. They make like a shit ton of references. (laughs) Basically, like Conan O'Brien, like wrote the script. It's like a, (laughs) it's like a clip show. (laughs) Well, not the. It's it's the. This is the one I think. If even if you have only a tangential knowledge of James Bond, you know this is the one with Halle Berry, basically. Or you know this is the one with the invisible car. Or you know that this is the one with the. The, the parachute parasailing wave thing. Yeah. That's what I don't think that's what you know. Really? Do people yeah. know it? Oh, <laughs> that's what people know. Yeah. They know it. That's like the, the ultimate callback, power. right? Right. Yes. The ultimate. The ultimate callback. It I mean, I don't know. To me it's the one with Halle Berry. I've been I've been watching and listening to a lot of James Bond podcasts and YouTube channels of late. And uh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them. This is a, a controversial film. Really? Oh, yep. Interesting. I caught a couple of those today. I listened to a couple podcasts, oh. see what other people oh, had to say. Well. You mean we're not the only podcast doing this? <laughs> I guess not. We came to James Bond pretty late in our career. Like 10, That's true. 12, yeah. 15 years, however long it's been. Yeah. Also, though, we should know, this is the first film appearance of Rosamund Pike. Yes. Who, uh, it's actually... Lady. She is lovely. I do. I, I like her. She's lovely. She's good. Too. And it's. She has got like a crazy low hairline. I was like, she's got like half an inch of forehead. Where like when they have her hair pulled back in the scene where she's talking with M, I was like, wow, that hairline is just like yeah, killed she, her. She's got different hair. I'll say that her hair is. Yeah. She has a good yeah. name the, too. Miranda Max, Frost. Still love her. Yeah. Miranda Frost. Yeah. Because they go to the 
ice thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But it's kind of interesting. I mean, you don't often, and maybe maybe you can correct me on this. I mean, you don't often see the actresses go on to other, you know, uh, yeah, right. sometimes. I guess yeah, 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 it's, 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 yeah and Jane Seymour has yeah. uh, has had a, a long career. Doctor Quinn, medicine <laughs> woman, <What's> so special. <laughs> a little show. I, but I mean, I mean, or, I mean, I guess there's been so many of them that some of them obviously do go on to. Other yeah, things. a lot of them are usually them uh, do not are are either are, are are people that sort of have like like musical careers or something in like. You know, Uruguay or something. You know, they don't hit big internationally, right? Or they're like models or whatever. They're not yeah. necessarily active. I have to say this: that if I got this DVD on, it was on purpose because I knew that Halle Berry was in it in a bikini, and it had probably had nothing to do with it being a James Bond DVD. To be wow. honest, with you, I was probably. I feel two thousand two. I, sort of like... I was at a pretty, pretty high horny time in my life. <laughs> Ah, oh, so you're Mr. Horny. That was that my that high was... horniest around 2002. Mr. High Horny. That was the, your uh, high horny horse. That was the big scene, right? I mean, Halle Berry in the bikini, yeah, like, like referencing. Well, recreating Doctor No, but you know right. who did it better? Daniel Craig. Right. Only one I... movie later. I know, well, but how many years? I guess four years or so, right? Same M. Yes. But different continuity. Well, I don't know. Did we, I guess we don't have to. Okay, let me let me let me start this with this. Yes. I remember when this came out, and John, you were you thought the beginning was really like because he when he gets captured and then he's in he's in yeah. the Korean prison for like over a year, right? Fourteen yeah. months. Is um, it's eight, 14, 18 months. I I don't remember, yeah. but I think they did that because they're like the world has changed because nine eleven and stuff, know. you know, and explain away why James Bond didn't do anything during that time. Oh, is that okay? That's my theory, and it's a oh. theory that I read at the time. So it really was someone else's theory. I'm just sort of. <laughs> but I you're going on. But I, but I remember you telling me that it was really very cool. But then, literally after that, it just becomes a. This, yeah, it just becomes it a regular a James typical Bond. Typical James Bond movie. Once yeah. he shaves off the beard, it becomes like the. Right. By the numbers, Bond for the time, like they just follow the formula. I know, but it really, like, I know they all have, like, it's kind of funny because, you know, so they all have certain things. Like, they all have the cue scene and the, the women and, like, a, like, a, like some kind of chase in yeah. a vehicle. Yeah. But, like, this one literally does go by the numbers. I just, it's... it's Are you talking about the beginning part of go, is going by the numbers? Cause the I, whole movie, I mean. Oh, but okay. no, the beginning part was the only part the that beginning was beginning part is pretty rad. Yeah, I'm gonna say pretty GI Joe and awesome. Really, in I re, yeah, the, yeah, they're even riding in the whale. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I enjoy this movie quite a bit up until Halle Berry comes into the film, <laughs> and that's where I was like, she's terrible in this, and he, and he becomes terrible. Yeah, as well, the two of them together are terrible. Yeah, their dialogue is awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bad. There's nothing like they couldn't act I feel like their we way out of that. The good you know what I mean? For... Okay, yeah. Let's, so all right. There, so yeah, there is some good here. At the Absolutely. time this film came out, I was like, yeah, it's all right. I liked it better than uh, World Is Not Enough, and now that has flipped for me after watching this again for the first time in years. Mm. But the opening sequence, despite the fact that everyone gets all, they're like, oh, the bullet comes right down the thing. That was weird. And I was like, that's not. I mean, who cares about that? 
but I enjoy the opening sequence, you know, that where he gets discovered and he's like, oh, he's James Bond. And they do the hovercraft chase. The guy gets diamonds blown up in his face. You know, what's real funny about Very that cool. part is like they blow up a helicopter and the guy's still like checking out the diamonds, making sure everything's cool. <laughs> <laughs> everything's cool. I was like, <laughs> not well, running up for a helicopter right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, this happens every day. It's not even a big deal. The one thing I, I will I do like the the hovercraft chase, but it look it's kind of an obvious green screen in some of the well yeah this is this has got some real bad green screen in this yeah. I always really? want to talk about this part because like this was I like watching these movies just to see like kind of where everything was at the time the directors were real proud of that they were like this is blue screen here we yeah. tried to do it on set but you know it just didn't work out but he's like. But in their minds in 2002, they were like, see, you can hardly tell the difference. Well, maybe yeah, in but, 2002 but, you couldn't. Uh, but... uh, I was like, maybe I was always just watching this on a small screen or something. I didn't <laughs> notice how bad it was until I was watching it on my very large screen. I don't know. But, I yeah, watched it's... it on my computer screen, and it's it's, <laughs> it's So speaking of the director, I'm going to give you a little – going to drop a little knowledge on drop you. Drop the knowledge. Lee Tamahor, because I I knew after this movie something real weird happened with him. I thought it was like thought it was like child porn or something. It's not that. In January of 2006, he was arrested on Santa Monica Boulevard when, according to Los Angeles police, he entered an undercover policeman's car while wearing a woman's dress and offered to perform a sex act in exchange for money. In February of 2006, wow. he pleaded no contest. So wow. he was placed on 36 months probation in order to perform 15 days of community service. So that, I, probably why you don't hear a lot about him anymore. Oh, wow. Well, he's got, he's got, he had quite a career. I don't know what, why would you, see directed The Edge. Did anyone ever see that? Oh, that was the bear one. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to kill the bear. Today, I'm going to kill the motherfucker. Yeah, I remember that. I like that. Written by David Mamet. Oh, yeah. Mamet. Mamet. It's a fun Mamet. movie. Um, he was going to he... direct uh, Deathlock when when Aviarad was still in charge and he of the Cardinal the Cat. Yeah. Kind of... Lee Tamahoy. He's he's great. He's got no problems outside. Of, you know, he doesn't bring <laughs> drama to the set. His his personal life is totally normal. It's like he's never he's not it's like he's never going to be arrested for. <laughs> <laughs> offering to perform a sex act onto an undercover cover. I mean, yeah, ouch. But I, I mean, what a weird. I guess he shouldn't have asked of... for money. It would have been fine. Right, right. <laughs> if you just gone in. What do you need the money for? You're directing James Bond movies. For That's God what for... I'm wondering. And well, this is four years later. Maybe he's spent it all on beers. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I felt at least, even with the positives, his directing in this movie. Is much more at least the action pieces, set pieces. I like the action. They 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 feel like action stuff. Huh? Mm-hmm. Unlike the last movie that felt like it was just, like some old guy who was just pointing the camera. <laughs> so place. Yeah, that was <laughs> you know, that was the, my it. problem with it. Like though, it didn't bother me that much. They were all the all the shots were like a super wide shots. It's like yeah, too close, much. Close it's in like... on the blo- the explosion. <laughs> like zoom in. <laughs> Let's, you know? let's see. Let's see the two. Let's see the fat guy walk all the way up the stairs in a wide shot for ten minutes. <laughs> well, this was. I actually kind of feel like this should have been. This movie should have had like Bruce Willis or or something in it. You know what I mean? Like this seem. It does seem like an action movie, and the action is is good. Yes. But, like, it doesn't seem like a Bond movie to me. It doesn't have a lot of the cleverness 
of well, it. Well, and I, the I, writing in this, the writing's on the wall. The writing in this, <laughs> the dialogue is just crap all around. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, it's really I watched it with, with, with Mrs. Elder, and every time, like, someone said something, she just would, like, look over and go, really? You know? <laughs> The only like the only joke that got like a little bit of a snicker out of her was when when he's hanging off of the bell after the hovercraft goes over the waterfall right. and saved by the bell and yeah. she was like mm, mm. I mean that and that's like ten minutes into the movie there yeah which I feel <laughs> that we should probably bring up the fact that he's like in North Korea and it's a bad guy General Moon and his henchman Zhao because they figure into it later even though we think that Zhao is no. Moon is dead, and then his dad, the crusty old general, is like, "You killed my son." And then they take James right. Bond prisoner. And I was like, well, "You never see James Bond get captured." In fact, uh, if this was later in the movie, like near the end, and all these guys came to take him away, he'd probably start punching and have a gun or an acute device. But no, he just gets taken away, gets his head dunked in water with like a dominatrix lady <laughs> <laughs> and scorpions that. They're injected him with stuff, and uh, yeah, and then uh, they're giving him listen, I don't like yeah. a close up of a scorpion, even if it's CGI in the titles. Like, I think scorpions and even the scorpion that Daniel Craig was fucking with, I don't want to see that. I, oh, I forgot that he that did really that. Big. That's how I feel about Tarantula. Tarantula, <laughs> what an asshole! She's a my least favorite Bond lady. Uh, yeah, that's how we I feel. Talk, about, uh, so, yeah, it. they're. They're they're show the torturing over the, the I song. Like, I, I like that, but I do not like the song. The song, the song is the worst. It's like oh. barely a song. It, it won a Razzie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Halle and Pop Sir Elton John called it the worst Bond tune ever. Who Getting did? called out by Elton John, Madonna. Yeah. Wow, that's bad, it's, dude. Madonna. They're friends. Well, not anymore. Maybe not anymore. Maybe yeah. they haven't been. Maybe yeah. they have a long-standing feud since then. Maybe, or maybe she's like, "Yeah, you're right." I, yeah, I, boy, right, she probably is like, "Yeah, you're right." That song does kind of suck because she was on like sort of a like a big renaissance at the time. Like she had that that whatever that song with the video where she's in fast motion flipping her hair around in front of speedy backgrounds. You know, that's that's as good as you're gonna get. Beaker singing Madonna, <laughs> about as good as Madonna singing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so not a great song, but so the whole thing was that he was betrayed that was like that's like the big yeah because they were like uh like how do they know it was him oh i don't you think people would know who james bond is by now after all after 20 years oh oh I, 20 got one more lee tamahori yeah. story for you uh yeah it was 40 oh. years 20 40 years 20 films, films right? he wanted to do he wanted to film a sequence with sean connery in this as james bond oh well now it gets weirder for that, money that, <laughs> then he said, "You know that scene in Zardoz where you're dressed as a bride? Let's let's recreate." I showed that. Stacey the Zardoz trailer. She was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I showed gotta, it to her the other day. Have to, we have to do that movie at some point because uh, I watched it once and I remember nothing about it except the penis is the seed and it starts spitting out guns out of its giant head thing. <laughs> like that's all I remember about. It. Anyway, <laughs> Lee Tamahori wanted to film sequels with Sean Connery as James Bond. I don't know if it was checking up, but it was going to, you know, the fan theory that James Bond is just, it's like a code name and it's a different guy that assumes the, the code oh, name. Yeah, I like that. Right, right. I don't like that. And, no, I don't know. But how Lee Tamahori that. did. And he was like, I, let's, he wanted to do that. And Michael Wilson and Barbara Brock were like, uh, no. Yeah, but, I, so I'm glad I, that didn't happen because yeah. I, I, that would have, 
that would have been that would have just made this movie worse than it already is. And I'm trying know. not to shit that on That would this movie. be what you would remember it for, not how you trying not to shit on it. <laughs> That's worse than it already is. No, but that would have broken open everything. Yeah. It would have ruined like the Yeah, whole then song. the movie would have been known for the weird right. Sean Connery James Bond thing. Halle Berry's terrible acting. The bad and then Madonna people song. saying if it was canon or not. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then it wouldn't even be canon anymore because then they reboot it with Daniel Craig in the next movie. Although I guess then that that actually would lend credence to the theory because he's it's rebooted, but it's the same M, and he's like on his first right. mission, so it's the right. new guy the that's inherited the. Man. You can give you out know, the handbook of James Bond. They're like, first of all, you need to drink your martinis. You need to say. Bond, James Bond, every time you introduce yourself. And we're going to make sure that everybody always says, and uh, who are you, Mr. Because no one has ever said, you know, like that to me. They never ask me my last (laughs) name first. (laughs) Mr. Yeah, like they always set up for it. It's like, they're like, I'm Steve. And I'm like, I'm John. You know, I'm not like. Yeah, it's not like, and you are. You don't have to repeat it. This is no matter what order. (laughs) You never have to repeat one of the words. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. You have to. It's 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 a James Bond thing. But you're right. I mean, like it kind of almost does lend credence to it because yeah, he's on his first kill and all that. Like all that stuff. But... Yeah, he's on a on a better mission, a less weird mission. <laughs> well, I guess that's okay. Let, let let's get into. So yeah, he is released. A switch for Zhao. Right. James still for... has diamonds in his face after. Right. Eighteen, fourteen months, whatever. He didn't. He was like. These look good. I like the bling. I'm not going to take these out. Um, and whoever had me in prison, not going to remove them for Never some reason. Never took them out. Either. I guess they didn't need I, a few bucks. I felt <laughs> they should have done it where 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 like skin had grown over because at least it would have made sense why they were still on his face rather than just sort They're of he was there. like bedazzled. Disco yeah. stew doesn't advertise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it was. It, that is pretty. It's just one. Thing. Every Bond villain has to have. Yeah, some I was willing to go thing. with it. I'm like, all right, it's a James Bond movie. There's an Asian guy that has a like a bowler cap. It's like you could cut things off, and there's another dude who's like 18 feet tall with metal teeth. I can go with a guy with diamonds in his face, I guess. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, he's released, but he knows that something is up, like because he was betrayed, and blah. And of course, M thinks that he talked, whatever. Like, so they let you go because you get to. You didn't have anything left to give them or whatever. I don't know. So he wants to go and find out. She was out. like, we, got, we had to get you out of there before you spilled more juicy tidbits. Yeah. And he's like, I never talked. And he's all mad. And they go, I mean, that, that's all very, like you said, it's all pretty cool. Drama. I don't like, I feel that if they were doing that movie now and Pierce Brosnan was that age now when they were doing that, like they would have had him on like an intense workout regime or something. Because, like, he looks weird without a shirt on. Kind of skinny and, like... I he guess... looks like skinny and fat all, all <laughs> at the same time. Fat. I love and that. He's, he's, like, real hairy. Like, like you know... Yeah, he is. He's wearing it. He's like... Yeah. You talking about when he walks me. into the hotel? Yeah, and when he's in, <laughs> like, shirtless talking <laughs> to M and stuff. He yeah. walks yeah. kind of funny, too. There's something yeah. about the way he walks. It looks kind of yeah. like... Yeah, this stiff-ass... So he breaks out because he breaks his death. I I would like to talk about the novelization of this, as I did when we talked about Tomorrow Never Dies, where he did like the giant log roll on the ream of paper, (laughs) or on the giant paper thing. In this, where he's like, like, 
and some review I saw, they were like, he had a heart attack because he was having bad flashbacks. And uh, in the novelization, if I remember correctly, it was that he had, like, they show him, I think, in the opening sequence where he's, like, sitting in a corner or something. Or or in this scene, he's, like, sitting in a corner. He's, like, meditating and learns to drop his heartbeat like Snake Eyes oh. when he did that to Doc. And that's how he, like, it looks like he's going into cardiac arrest because he was doing it intentionally, not because he was right. actually having a real heart attack. Yeah, you know, that's how he can pop himself out of it at the last second. Yeah. That's that's what happened to me when I almost died on the table. I was, yeah. I was just, I was like, just fucking with him. I wanted to get this thing over with. So then I zapped him and then I left and I was like, I'm checking out. I wanted out. to get this girl to kiss me. That was the, uh, right? Yeah. She gives him mouth to mouth and he says, thanks yeah. for the <laughs> kiss. Or yeah, instead I just got pounded on the chest, apparently. They never do that in movies. <laughs> they do the kiss. Well, they couldn't do it to Pierce because he's so hairy that the, the hair would have cushioned the... <laughs> Don't I know it. Ain't that the truth? But yeah, I think, that's, I think it's funny, too, and maybe this is nitpicking, I guess, but he's shaving with an electric razor. You've got 14 months of growth on there, and you're just like... That's how good I think you need to. Norelco. You need to pick that thing. Come on, there's no way. <laughs> that that uh, It does lead to where he breaks out, and just before he buzzes off his... his yeah entire beard with a very close shave yeah. by Gillette, you know, because there's a lot of product placement in this movie. There's like 20 different back. companies. It's a 20 yeah. different it's, companies. That scene where he walks into the hotel is quite amusing. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's really good. It's it's like a good Bond moment where he's very like un-Bond-like, but he's still acting like Bond. He, <laughs> yeah. he, does, he doesn't right. look like Bond, but he acts like Bond. Yeah, he's like, my usual you know yeah, he's He's wet. Well, yeah. first of all, again, more bad green screen when he comes out of comes out of the water. Uh, I was like, wow, this I don't remember this being so noticeable, but yeah. it's not good. And it, it's cheap looking. It's like him yeah, on a set. I think, too. It's like yeah. sort of low budget, like kind of looking weird because it's like one hundred and forty five million dollar budget. Did it all go to Halle Berry <laughs> <laughs> or Madonna? Like, what is that? Anyways, yeah, but. Right here is where it just sort of becomes a regular Bond movie. Yeah. Like, literally, by the numbers, like... Well, not literally, but... Well, 007, then I guess, yes, literally, it's by the numbers. The number is... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like, the girl turns out to be bad. Oh, the guy... I guess the twist is the guy, the British guy, is really the Korean it's guy. really the general... Whatever. Colonel Moon from the beginning. The North Korean guy. Who somehow survived a crash off of a waterfall in a hovercraft, <laughs> and then got his gen- genetic—I forget what they call it—gene something. Yeah. I don't even DNA weirdness. Basically, and, uh... face-off. Yeah, it's kind of face-off. You're right. You're right. That's what all I could think of was face-off. Yeah. So, whatever. The uh, I, I will say the fencing scene is is okay. I do like. I feel like fun. that that like escalates to a ridiculous. It goes on a little long. Apparently, they filmed that like in fast motion. So it looked oh. like they were moving faster. But well, I liked when they. Well, that's the scene where Madonna is in it, and it, it's she's sort of. Uh, oh yeah. She's got like a real like lesbian love going. <laughs> like she's got a girl crush <laughs> on Miranda Frost. Uh, right. Yeah. Rosamund Pike. And, and then and then and then Gustav Graves and James Bond have like a snarl off. He's like, well, I found these diamonds with your name on them, so it must mean you're the bad guy. <laughs> well, there were other reasons I think he thought he was the bad guy because he like he won a gold medal or something. Like, 
because the other guy he like killed the other guy or whatever. I don't know. No, she works. she won the gold after oh. he had done something for her, and that's why she was maybe that's for, what it. Spoiler was. alert: she's working for him. Right. She's not what? working for the good guys. She's the leak. She's the leak. She's the MI. She was working for her first ever on-screen appearance. In fact, she was only hired five days before they started filming. And her first scene is with Judy Dench. And they and she's sort of saying, like, don't have sex with him, which you know she is. I mean, it's pointless. Yeah. Why do they even it's, it's not even it does it isn't like it's like it doesn't even make sense sex scene other than she's like, I can swap out his gun for one that doesn't have bullets in it. Right. I guess that because it does seem like she literally okay literally lays down <laughs> for him literally lays down, but like because one scene she's like you're awful I would never sleep with you and then the next scene she's sleeping with, she's, taking off her not even no, like she doesn't even make her she's like just stripping off because like, they have to keep up a, it's a keep up the charade you know, as he says. just like but I mean she doesn't even go no I'll just sleep in a t-shirt on the couch or whatever no on one the ice it. couch yeah. She's just like, so, so I would like to point out that the guy that played uh, Gustav Graves, which is Toby mm-hmm. Stevens, yeah. ended up playing James Bond in a Dr. No radio drama in 2008. So he that? came full circle. Nice. And also he's on the Netflix Lost in Space. I didn't even recognize him from that. Oh, nor did I. Oh. I kind of forgot he existed. For that I watched I don't the first season. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. I don't really like this anymore. Yeah, I only made it through. I liked the first episode and the second episode a lot. I never, never went further than that. Anyway, all right, we jumped ahead a little bit with the we're jumping around Randy a lot. Frost, but the uh, we we sh- we got to talk more about Halle Berry. Do we? Do we? No, I guess not. the Oscar <laughs> winner. Like, what did you want to she say? won during the filming of this fi- of of this movie for. Monsters balls. Monsters ball. Everyone balls. thought this is the greatest <laughs> thing. Like she's the oh my god, African American woman winning the oh my god. This I, don't have, I have, don't have anything against her. I just don't think she's good in this movie. No, in this movie she stinks. Like yeah. and then she <laughs> I went did the terrible Catwoman. She was bad, and she was. But this is like oh, you're no, an Academy what? Award woman. You should really be. This should be better than this. Yeah. Like you expected they gave from them Denise do- such dog shit stuff to say. Too. They did. Because she's so like, your mama. Yeah, that's the line. I don't think it's like... like it's like white it, guys it, writing like the Taking it to pound mama. town jokes or whatever. I don't even know what to say. Oh, I get it. Oh, I, I'm i taking the pound around or whatever. I forget what they even said. I mean, but I know like, some... Some Bond dialogue can be kind of cheesy, like his one-liners and stuff, but these are bad. Like, oh, yeah. Well, my favorite is like where he drives up to the place. He's like, I'm Mr. Kill. That, that's this one, right? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Kill. Yeah, because I, I get him and the money, the DJ guy from the last movie with the gold teeth. I get them mixed up. But he's yeah, like, there's a name to die yeah. for. I'm like, ow, ow. Yeah, it's like, uh, it, it yeah. sucks when that happens because it's like, who wasn't paying attention or who thought that, that was a good idea? You know what I mean? Somebody like, said, I don't care. Just like we were talking about. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I know, I, I know, hey, trying to keep it positive, but how there was not much positive to say about Halle Berry's acting. It stinks. And she has a bad haircut in this movie. Yeah, I, I could go by, I could look past that. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. But like, what is the story here? Did she like, say like, man, you know, I'd really love to be in a Bond movie or whatever. I don't know. 
They just but they were going to spin her character off, character yeah. into like Jinx series of films, and they were going to like they were going to alternate between they were going to do a Jinx movie and then a Bond movie and then a Jinx movie and a Bond movie. My God! And uh, because <laughs> this movie, despite it being considered one of the worst, did really well for the time. I mean, it made almost five hundred million. Four hundred thirty-one million at the box office. I thought it was four sixty-eight, but oh, I, I don't, don't matter. I don't do matter. It made a oh. lot of money. Yeah. Money for like two thousand two dollars. You know, they yeah. used it before Daniel Craig became the billion dollar Bond. They used to call Pierce Brosnan that because his movies had collectively made over a billion dollars. Holly Berry said she would come back if they were to do those at the time. So she said she would even do it for free, so that they, she could compete against such franchises as Charlie's Angels, Lara Croft. Oh. All the all those long running franchises that are yep. still around. Actually, they reboot them like every couple of years. Movies. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they just do it? Uh, yeah, but it did terrible. It was the same yeah. thing that that new Charlie's Angels movie did. Yeah. I don't even know when that was. Like four years. They ago. always have the original cast do like you know serving them sodas at the diner yeah, or right. something. <laughs> it's like the monsters. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just when did she uh, do Catwoman? When was that? It was, was 2004. That? It was oh, after this. After this? Uh, like fine. I'll I do feel this you know, the other weird thing about this was that Halle Berry's very awkward in her action scenes. Like where they show her, she's like running. She looks like she's not running with any conviction. She just sort of looks weird. And when she's like shooting, it just it, she did not look. Yeah. No, you know, I thought I thought much that... like like I said about what's his face from Harry Potter and Nuns on the Run. That that guy that I was just you know <laughs> what's his name again? Robbie Coltrane. Robbie. No. Is that him? I don't know. I don't care. I, I like he was awkward too. You know, you can't put him in an action sequence. He's like a big guy. He just doesn't work yeah. in running around and shooting people. That's how I felt Halle Berry's the opposite. She's small and petite and just looked uh, weird. But I mean, I think a lot of people like train, you know what I mean? Like you go to like a gun range and you shoot gun or whatever. You have like people train you on how to look natural shooting guns because nobody really you know what i mean like most actors don't do it but they learn you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. i don't think she did she must she's probably just like cool i'll be in a bond movie but there that she scene had a, where they're in cuba a lot of stinkers just around this whole, whole time and then i don't know do we consider her a, a great actress i don't really remember i just always uh, remember her being in catwoman being like oh that was pretty pretty bad like yeah she's done yeah. some stinkers yeah i mean i think she, but she did. I mean, I, I'm not going to say she, she didn't deserve the Oscar. She was very good in that movie. But I think it's kind of like some, if you can just surprise people, you can win an Oscar. You know what I mean? But yeah. She was good in X Men. She was good in what else? Nothing. Swordfish. <laughs> Swordfish. <laughs> I guess you're right. Maybe she's not that good. I don't know. I mean, she's yeah, fine. I yeah, no. Like, I don't, again, I don't have any problem. I don't go to a movie because she's in it, but I won't. Like avoid right. a movie because she's in it either. She's just one of those that I don't feel one way or another, you know, about. Sure, but you wouldn't kick her out of bed. Much like her swordfish co-star. Well, I was going to say much like her co-star in Swordfish, Hugh Jackman, who I also oh. wouldn't kick out of bed. I thought you said I thought <laughs> you were going to say John Travolta. Wasn't he in that too? Doesn't yeah, he John? was. But I would kick him out of bed, and I do <laughs> avoid movies with him in it. He's crazy. <laughs> and, although I feel bad that his wife, what's her fate, Kelly Preston. She had died recently, right? Oh, oh really? Oh, I oh know. 
Oh, yeah, like she had that. cancer. It's like oh, maybe Jesus, a year ago. Really? Oh yeah. my god, I'm so far out of the Hollywood Yeah, the, the one that was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's her. Yeah, she died. Jeez. But you know, I have John Travolta stories there too, where they're almost like Lee Tamahori stories, but I don't think they were were they still married? Yeah. Oh, well, I feel even worse. But anyway. We're getting 50, off track. He was only fifty seven. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna Pour one out. All right, so I've got some Doctor Thirsty here. I'll I'll pour one out too. They did a, you know, I, I forget. So yeah, we yeah, we'll we'll just jump back ahead. Okay, Jinx equals bad, and but also yeah, like, a reason <laughs> she's named after the character in the GI Joe movie. And for <laughs> the right. GI Joe movie, listen to our our Buzz Dixon interview. That's right. Please, it's awesome. Well, I don't think we ever talked about Jinx. No. But we talked about G.I. Joe the movie, which is where she was, you know, made her debut. Anyway, yeah, they go to the Ice Hotel, which is based on a real thing. That's like, there is a hotel yeah. in Iceland, right? Is it Iceland? Or is it uh, that'd be the best place for it since the name right. is Iceland. <laughs> they make them uh, in different places. Like, they'll make yeah. them in Russia. Like, it's like a pop-up show. Almost. Oh, well, there you go then. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's uh, cool. Well, we- I feel that we should talk about James Bond gets reinstated into the service by M after she's like, you're useful. Head over to Q branch to John. Oh uh, yeah. The Q branch and, stuff was and really in the room fun. of like, make sure you walk through the room of fan service where there's the, <laughs> there's the that's trademark me. I didn't read that anywhere else. Unlike job. the theory of nine 11, this, that one's on me where it's got the rocket pack from Thunderball and the alligator from Octopussy and the shoe from, from Russia with love and probably a bunch of other things that I missed, but yeah. and, and, he's like, like, and he's here's like, here's your watch, James Bond. This is your 20th. Yeah. Your 20th wink, movie. wink. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've been following they... your adventures for nearly four decades. I mean, <laughs> and <laughs> you're pretty just old. A flesh wound, just a flesh wound joke. I mean, yeah. Come on. There is a well, yeah, because there is that that kind of goofy no like where he's shooting, you know, like it's like a fake simulated like you know thing, and he's yeah, that's that is that that's later though. Oh, it's right before the Q scene, right where he's. I thought it was. Oh yeah, like Q Q, like steps into the uh, yeah and whatever, and he's like, "You shot your supervisor," and he's like, "Well, she just got a flesh wound," as Clay says, and the the guy is dead, so whatever. It's silly, it, but the Q scene is always. I mean, even yeah, there's a lot of fan service, as you and say. And then they oh, bring out the Aston Martin, the invisible car. I I've seen one of those in real life. It wasn't invisible. It oh, was of course, quite visible. It, was it was driving in front of me here in the grand state of North Dakota, of all fucking places. We could <laughs> all have <laughs> seen a bunch of invisible ones of those. Well, yeah. you know, I, I went and decided. I decided to look up invisible car because the defense at the time was like they're working on this technology yeah so i I forget what who it was infinity or something or i don't remember in 2012 they're like here we go here's our invisible car and they made this giant boxy truck with led uh like lights or whatever all over it you know so it looked like a giant screen that you'd see at a concert you know Mm. but it would film it had a camera to film what was going by so it would look invisible Air quotes invisible. Right. <laughs> it's it's, it's oh, real wow. funny looking because it just looks like a giant LED screen driving <laughs> right. around. You know, it, it does it. It does. It. You know, you'll notice that Q walks behind 
the invisible car and his legs kind of get distorted, but you could still see him. But later on, Bond hides behind the invisible car. You should be able to see him, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's, There's it's a, lot a cool of, like, gadget, but it's... I mean, it didn't bother me at the time, and I'm right. still like, okay. I'll, it's still kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. There's just some no, gaps in logic, but... Plenty of other things that can... Yeah. This movie's pretty much already... <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. They, they always have to have... I mean, you know, at the time of Tomorrow Never Dies, the remote control car seemed kind of far-fetched, too. Yeah, but was, at least it logically worked. That was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's yeah. the, Although I do like the car scene where they fight on the glacier. That's pretty cool. But. Yeah, no, that's, it's cool. I, I do like yeah. when, when, yeah, the car, when the car rolls out and he says, this is your new car. I do kind of like that Bond says, maybe you've been down here too long. That yeah. is a funny line, actually. There. I wish he had said, you must be joking. Uh, and then he would have said, I never joke about my work, 007. Then winks at the camera and is like, more fan service. It seems like something they would have done. Well, not the more fan service part, but they, really. There is winks at the camera at one point. It, when she, even she jumps off the, the side. The Python the... thing is, is, I think that's. But it's John Cleese. I can't help but love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. I uh, I like him as a replacement. This was his only for Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah, this was the only one, and they they replaced him, right? Or he wasn't in the next one. No, No, he's not in Casino. There's no. I don't think there's any Q, and then there's like a guy that comes up and inserts a chip into his arm, and that's that's pretty much it. Then they made the young Q. They have like the young young Q. That's my favorite series of young. He's like young young rock. (laughs) <laughs> oh but this is the one of the few times i feel like where james bond is actually kind of impressed by the gadget usually he's like thanks whatever but like yeah. and he does good things with it the you yeah. know like he does things that i'm just like well me and mrs elder are watching it we're like he drives up to the he's like Bleh. i'm like so you can't see it but you can still hear it what you, <laughs> <laughs> where do these tire tracks come from <laughs> I know it makes no sense, especially it's, in snow. You're right. It seems like, like an invisible car in the snow is yeah is useless. It's it's, it's a, you know if it was a, like a hovering invisible car, if he had a hover, if he had the hovercraft from the beginning that they decked out with invisibility shit, then yeah, that's maybe. something to really because those you know don't leave tracks. Bother me with details. So yeah, I mean the Q scene is always it's always good for a couple lads. John Cleese is obviously awesome. I mean, I he's so right. I can't hate on that too much, but yeah, yeah it's, it's all pretty much on. yeah. It's all pretty I'm much still, downhill from I'm, here. No, am I still with the movie at this point? I don't even remember. Halle Berry already showed up, so no, I'm not with the movie anymore. But like, I, I was stupid, willing to get like, back. I don't even it. know what the fuck is going on. The, that, the that's kind of how I felt the through laser. the whole thing, and I've seen it. And twice. who cares? Yeah, well, exactly. Know what happens like, at the last part of the movie? The satellite looked like Jiffy Pop. Is what I, I know. Said. It totally did. <laughs> it's so silly. <clears throat> I don't even really remember. Or like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like the satellite is Icarus is going to be able to make crops and this and that and put on your sunglasses, which James Bond is like our former president looking at the you know solar eclipse without glasses on. It like, <laughs> seems like a bad idea. And the satellite's and, gonna like pop a bunch of popcorn, and it's gonna like yeah, take over if you're the whole ready house. To make popcorn. This <laughs> is the satellite for you. 
Uh, and it, it seems like something all governments would have been like, you know, that looks suspiciously like a giant weapon that you've launched into space, <laughs> Gustav Graves, who only showed up like a year and a half ago out of nowhere. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah. I know. Basically, yeah, he's Elon Musk, I think, right? He's, I don't know. It's just... I don't even remember the story, really. I don't even care. He like, doesn't it's, sleep it's, because of the yeah, DNA thing. Right. So uh, he's so amazing. He can do so much because he doesn't sleep. That's how he accomplishes all his things. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Sorry. Positivity. Positivity. I mean, you could be positive and say that because, you know, usually I'm like, just like, oh, you know, I like say good, really good things about the last, more good things about the last one than anyone did. But like, this movie is just like kind of like uh, I don't really know what's going on here. So it's like kind of silly, you know. I'm having fun it's... watching some of the action scenes. Like, cool. Oh, like this is kind of fun. Like the the action scenes, I think, are really fun. Yeah, with the exception of where he goes in the rocket thing, and then the famous, you know, surfing on the on the parachute, which <laughs> right. even which I get, I you know. Okay, they start the movie off with James Bond surfing, so you know you yeah. set up the Bond fact that he surfing. can do. <laughs> James Bond surfing USA. Not that you needed to do that because James Bond can always just do anything. I mean, he yeah, just he knows in a how to fence. car and started. You know, yeah. yeah, it's and I remember at the time where he's like hanging off the side in the rocket thing, and the giant lasers slowly inching towards him. I was like, oh, he's probably just gonna release the parachute and gently float down. Uh, and that wasn't that wasn't what happened at all. It's it was a real. Again, I'm trying to stay positive, but it's I. The, uh, here's here's how I'll stay positive about it. All right, on the DVD there was a, a commentary track with Pierce Brosnan, and here's what he had to say about it. This is the first thing I'll say that he had to say about it. He, after the scene was over, he's like, "I buy that. You buy that. I buy that." All right, here's what he has to say in the Everything or Nothing documentary. All right, Brosnan, we're going to do parachuting off the edge of a thing, and you're going to surf. That's what he said. So he obviously changed his mind between 2002 and 2012. According to At what the I beginning read... of that commentary, he's like, when they have the beginning, the surfing part at the beginning, he's like, that's me there, hanging 10 at the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's like, of course it's not. That's this wonderful guy, and he's great, and he's wonderful. And the other weird thing about the commentary track with him is he keeps going, I hope this thing's still on. You always have to, I always do a big inhale through my nose before. I hope this thing's on. Oh, I hope this is what is this kink, kink, kink. Is this working? Is it on? I hope this is still working. According to IMDb, and I don't know where they got this, but this is Pierce Brosnan's least favorite of his Bond movies. And yeah. uh, I think we all agree. <laughs> also, but Roger Moore. Oh yeah, <laughs> I heard the Roger Moore quote where he was like, "They they took it too far," and that's coming from me, the James. Hey, right. <laughs> um, on the director's commentary on the when Vaughn is on the airplane, that's his. That's Lately. Roger Moore's daughter. Is oh the yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, really? as the, as the, Wait, uh, when they're playing the Clash too, which is yeah, kind of yeah. she gives them pointless, and he's like, "Good thing I wanted my martini shaken." <laughs> you dumb slut and we were like whoa whoa <laughs> yeah, and Lee Tamapar was like call me a dumb slut do it again <laughs> edit that part out <laughs> nope <laughs> Stay I won't in. remember that 
I won't remember that at all. So, yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't even know what else. Uh, yeah, you well, know, Bond the, wins. Yay! Play Jinx in it, which seems like there's a way easier way to kill her because it seems as though if you're going to melt an ice palace and try to keep her trapped in, that everything would be melting, so it would be easy to get out, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. All the walls would melt. Yeah. So she's like, I can't get out of the door, but it's filling up with water. Well, that water's got to be melting from somewhere. Yeah, go to right? go to a weak point in the wall. Yeah, I know it's just so bizarre. They had all this stuff, like you know what I mean. Like they had to use this stuff. Like they were like, all right, we have this, we have this ice we hotel, have this, this we have a laser. Plastic looking, yeah. And also, if you it used the the callback to Goldfinger with her on the strapped into the table with right. the lasers, but they're like, mama. we've got to turn it up to eleven. Because it's 2002, and this is the 20th James Bond movie, and it's the 40th anniversary. More freaking yeah. lasers. So lots of lasers, and he'll have a fight scene around the lasers, which, I mean, okay, I know, it's all, it's just a dumb action movie, but no way. Come yeah. on. Like, those guys would have been chopped to Yeah, it's, uh, oh, whatever. And I feel even the music, although I like it, David Arnold always is, is fantastic James Bond composer. There are some tracks on it. I was listening oh. to it through YouTube because I could get the expanded soundtrack. And there are some where I'm like, oh, even like the music is cranked up to crazy on some things where they'll have like, like I think he would work with the propeller heads. I don't know if he was on this one, but they put in all like the, you know, the techno beats and, and stuff yeah. into it. But sometimes they would do that effect where it was like turned up so much that it becomes distorted. So then it sounded like Gross. over regular James Bond music. And I was like, wow, this is, and it would just happen. It'd be like, do 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 do. This is, this is like even the music it's suffers, shit. and that's usually the thing that's hold that was like holding it together for me in this movie. There's I even talk about like Michael. I'm sorry, all ahead. the little yeah. jokes had stingers on them. Uh, I want to talk about Michael Madsen for a second too. Yeah, like, what was, yeah big I did not remember that he was in this movie. I was he's like, oh, he's also wow. in this movie too. I know. Like what the heck? And here's he the thing: when he's yelling like, at him. Know, and Bond, he goes, yes. yeah, and another thing, you better, whatever, suck it. And then he, like, presses the he button. And there, or something. Yeah, then, like, he, like, presses the button, and their TV turns off, and the thing comes out. <laughs> I was like, well, how does he have control over their office? Like, he's, like, the kind of guy that would just say, like, weird, like, shit. He'd be like, you know, yeah. all right, we're going to blow up this thing faster than a bald man with scrambled <laughs> eggs on his nuts. So, you know, he's like, you're like, uh, I know, it's just, like. He's Michael Madsen. He's got to say weird stuff. Yeah. He's pretty bad in most, except I think only in Quentin Tarantula movies. <laughs> really, like, that's when he's really good. Because, like, I remember him in Sin City. And, like, ah, you know, he's like Bruce Willis' partner there. And he's like, ah, whatever his name is. I don't remember his name now. What is Bruce Willis' name? Oh, hey, Hardigan. Loney. Yeah, Hardigan. Yeah. Like, it's so bad overacting. But he's really good in, like, all the Quentin Tarant- Tarantula movies. Reservoir dogs. Yeah. But mostly in uh, Kill Bill Part 2. I think he's actually really good. I love, I love Yeah, that. I guess, I guess you, if you have the right director to bring right. out good performance yeah. from. I think you know who we're talking about. I think so. Darcy, what's his name again? I didn't say that knowing that I would talk about Michael Madsen later, in fact. but uh, No, but that's good, though. I'm glad, I'm glad that now we've got a new reference we can make all the time in text to each other. All right. All right. 
What? Should we just give our final th- I mean, I don't know. Oh, we, other- we gotta just do the part where he's fighting him on a plane where he's dressed as Robocop and it's so dopey. <laughs> and he's like, he, and then he brings his dad on. He's like, do you recognize me? He's like, no. And he's like, I'm your son. Here's what you said to me one time about something. He's like, yeah, you're my son, but you're like a weirdo. It's like a, <laughs> it's a metaphor coming out to your parents. He rejects him and then does he kill him? I can't even remember. The whole ending is just I stupid. I either, because it's dumb. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't... I mean... And he says, there's a the funny joke about the ha-ha, two parachutes, something about... Now I don't even know what the joke oh, is. Oh, he's like, oh, the no, parachute. I was wrong. There's only one. I threw one out. And then Bond is like, I know you're, like, electrocuting me and stuff. I'm going to open your parachute. You go flying out the thing into the engine. And Halle yeah. Berry calls Miranda Frost bitch and kills her with the <laughs> art of war with a, a knife. All right. Right. Through the thing, everything's dumb. Not any, and they escape. <laughs> not many times would I say what Thurston says a lot, which was like, "Yeah, it's really on the nose, but on the nose, that is on the nose." What? Oh my god! No, I. Well, I think that stuff that's on the nose usually doesn't like. It's not too much for me, but that one really pushed its limit. You know. Yeah, it is. Usually, play is like it's not overkill. It's just the right amount of kill. But in this one, he thought it was overkill. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Then they then they crash. A CG plane starts falling apart. Then they get badly blue screened while they're about to fall out in the helicopter. But then the helicopter starts up because if you just like grimace and go come on enough, (laughs) a helicopter will start. (laughs) You know, you should know that it's a movie trope. Right. Maybe they didn't know the they're supposed and... to use green screen instead of blue screen. Whatever. I mean, I think it's all. They just... used both screens. Yeah. We'll just call it screen. It became kind of a purpley kind of uh, screen. I, guess. <laughs> I screen. wish there was Whatever an extra blue... John Hunt in that. In a couple, I we should make a fan book. edit where multiple John Hunt <laughs> doing asking things. about Moon. Yeah. Maybe I'll post a review of this on there where three John Hunts are on there going, which 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 which, which Pierce Brosnan movie is your favorite? <laughs> I should do four. That way, that way we could say all of them. Like each one of us can say the, all of his movies. Oh, there you go. Anyway, I've just if anyone this. saying this is their <laughs> favorite, then that's just that's afraid. too much for me. That's they, too much for me. I mean, well, they, yeah, they have them. Where they are have the a diamonds? bunch of his diamonds, and uh, they just throw them all over the floor and then put them in Halle Berry, Halle, Halle Belly's. Button and it just didn't quite happen, so I just let it let it go. You just kept going. Yeah, I just like, Allie, almost there. It's almost there. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, "Don't don't take it out. Leave it in." And like, oh, more sexual innuendos. Oh god! But wait a minute. This was like similar to like oh. the little postscript at the end of the last movie too. They're like, the navy boat is like, "Hey, do you want us to pick you up?" And they're like, "No, we'll wait for the next round or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> and this one, it's like, what do we do with the diamonds now? I don't know. Let's just fuck around. I don't know. Like, they're all over the floor. Hopefully, we pick them all up and yeah, return like, them. To make sure we're not missing right. any. Okay. Yeah. Look in the couch cushions. <laughs> pick up the blanket. <laughs> take it out. I like the fact that they have their helicopter parked at like a like an oceanfront villa or so, you know it's, it's like. Whoa. Of course. Where'd you get that from? (laughs) Michael Madsen's getting all mad. Like, yeah, he hangs up on on Bond's, like, video TV screen, and uh, it closes on Bond's apartment there. Like, I want to watch them getting it on. (laughs) Hey, don't you? Wait, how come it doesn't work? He's trying to get that turned back on. He's like, turn that back on. (laughs) I wanted to see what she was talking about. She said, leave it in. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so that's cringy. So much cringy. Yeah. I mean, I, we tried. I think we, yeah, we tried. All right, no, I'll say it. I'll say it. The first 25 minutes of the of the film is enjoyable. And I can still enjoy a bad Bond movie, except maybe Man sure. with the Golden Gun, which I, I don't think I can ever sit through again. But as oh. we have said, Bond pizza, you know. Sure. There's still no. stuff to like. Even in the bad, there was good. I like in the bad parts of the movie. They were still like, well, that's kind of a cool car chase where like Bond's got gadgets in his car and Zal's got them in his car and Bond's car gets flipped over and he uses the ejector seat to flip his car back. And it's just like, boop, I got to put, close the moonroof again and everything's cool. That stuff's good. Yeah. Bronson no, said, that, that, said that he thought that the gadgets were too much in this movie. Yeah. Well, so, I, yeah. all right. We'll go to final thoughts and I got Brosnan stuff to talk about. Yeah, my I'm sure all our final thoughts are kind of the same. But but like I said, like mostly what bothers me is that like it's not clever. You know, like even like you said, like there's always stuff to like in any Bond movie, but this one kind of it's just short of being funny. You know, what I mean, like you can look past some of the things as long as like there's funny one-liners and cool action. And there is cool action in this movie, but like it's just a little bit too cringeworthy, like at times, like Mrs. Elder, you know, it says, and, and, you know, like even the good stuff is still like a little, Oh, I wish they didn't, you know, like, yeah, oh. they always, they just take it yeah. one step too far. Right. And it's always like the problem with the Brosnan bond movies is it always seems to be a scene. You're like, ah, come on. Why, do, <laughs> why did you do a, that? Why did you? Yeah. Like it was going well. And then you'd had to. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I there isn't well we'll, we'll talk about bras in a minute but those are my final thoughts like it's it's what's your score I don't remember how we grade oh, these I forget a, a, however you want probably a C minus or so uh, I don't I know feel, I feel like you're being generous to yeah, the movie that you seem right. to hate more than me yeah I think I am being generous it's probably worse than that. <laughs> it's not good I, I'm gonna say it's a D. Okay, and I, yeah, I, I, a D plus. How about that? There we go. Right, because the mind. beginning part is pretty good. I do like the hovercraft, and I do like the car chase. And yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a few good scenes. A generous C minus, but the acting gets an <laughs> F. Great oh, on a scale. It's a oh, curve. Bad. It's like they dropped the lowest grade or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Clay? What are your final? Uh, thoughts? My final thoughts are: I would, I would probably land at a C minus, a, a generous one. I'm right <laughs> with you there, Jason. I do oh, really like the action and the first part of the movie like a lot. I don't like really the titles, which is unusual for me. And I, I think that has to do with that there's story going on in it. And I, also I like I like the use of the story. I thought that was again, I thought they were breaking from the formula, which I But I also it's like trying to like I don't know, it's like trying to look at a pretty girl, but like somebody's like banging a pots and pans behind your head. It's like you can't hear anything. <laughs> you can't focus on the pretty girl literally here, like made out of fire and like ice and stuff, and like listen to that Madonna song. It's really jarring. It's like yeah. awful. It's, yeah, and, really, and the scorpions. Of doesn't mesh. Of the course. Scorpions, scorpions I don't want anything. When they started singing, uh, they started singing Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. That's my bias. That's, uh... That's my insect bias, though. I hate fucking those things. Most most insects. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, me neither. I don't enjoy insects. But anyways, the the movie. I I thought that I I don't really remember watching this movie. I remember maybe <laughs> like seeing it like 
on cable or something and i said i had the dvd maybe i watched it but i thought that i maybe liked it when i saw it before but i i did really like pretty... it on I its initial too. release i even remember entertainment weekly gave it an a and they were like oh, jane bond is back you know baby and I don't remember, oh. there was some other review I read where they were like, here's how to fix James Bond. <laughs> it was the style at the time. It's like kind of pre-internet, I, I us feel, all like, you know, message right. boards or whatever. It was, you know it was out of, I feel like this movie was out of step with what was going on in the world. But I think that's mainly due to it was in production <laughs> I keep know, thinking during about the whole these... 9-11 time. So I think I keep... it lines up with like Triple X, you know. But then, then you got the Jason Bourne movies, which of course then he directed Triple X, the second Triple X. I don't know if you've been the, in yeah, something. the one without Vin Diesel. I think so. that it's it's pretty funny how these last couple films interact culturally with like all the Austin Powers movies, you know, like because they like yeah, kind of are around the same just... time. Yeah, and it's like well, that, they weird. they worked out something legally because it was a gold member and the bond people were threatening to sue and then they would work something out going okay well if you, you call your movie gold member then you have to play the trailer for die another day before right the movie well hey that makes sense so, i mean yeah, that's like sure. all anything that's why you could like see like you know maybe not now but like used to see like marvel ads in like dc comics and stuff like you know <laughs> they're just like whatever yeah, whoever they... this can get in front of like let's take advantage of it all of us you know right well they try to trade like you know things for well i think the austin power movies were doing better business than the bond well, movies. They, they probably work so it's like they probably wanted to have a little bit of humor in there and stuff you know what i mean like so i but this guy another day is like one step away from being an Austin Powers movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I almost like... wish it was like they. It, it was just more like way over. Just like, lean into it. I just guess. lean yeah. leaned into it. Like he, they would be like that was like kind of the weird, funny one, wasn't it? But the, it's not particularly funny. Like you said, it's not that clever of a it's story. Like I would feel like I was engaged with the story of the last movie like way more than this one. You know? Yeah, I can't believe yeah. how much. I liked the world is not enough better than this after, you know, not watching either of these for a long time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what I don't remember yeah, what I gave. And I didn't like enough. that. I think movie. I gave that a B plus and this I, one. I thought you guys were too generous about that one, but I I like that better than this. Um, yeah, I mean this is definitely it wasn't actually I was gonna say this at the beginning, but I'm glad I waited till now. Wasn't the initial idea we were gonna do these and we were gonna do the Best the best and the and worst. The worst. So the first, yeah. the first and the last. And now I think we should just do uh, like pretty much anyone, unless there's one you really right. don't want to do. But like, this was fun. Like, but the, your first idea was like the first and the best. And you, were, I think you were like, I think it tracks that his first is his best and his last is his worst. Well, there's definitely <laughs> there's definitely an argument for that. And I love, yeah. I love Tomorrow Never Dies as a. I think it's a fun movie, but yeah, there's definitely a case to be made for it goes. It's first one is the best one. And it, it gets, it goes downhill. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of sad. Like I, I, I think I that it's downhill that. when you say that, like, but that's just cause we disagree on our grade on the last movie. Like it's, I don't feel like the jump, the jump from three to four in quality is, is pretty, it's, I feel like it's a big jump. Yes. 
And the two to three is not as big of a jump. In my mind, your gap might be different. Your gap might be really wide. I don't know. I haven't seen your gap. Your gap. What's my gap? I don't know. I I would say it's kind of in 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 a way. This one almost makes the last one seem better because this one is 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 that bad. It's almost like the Star Wars Disney trilogy. Props makes up the, the prequels, makes the prequels right? Better. Because yeah, 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 because you're like, oh, I guess they weren't that bad after all. Because it's like, this one makes that one better, even though I didn't like it at the time. I feel, you know, I, I, even just yeah, talking. No, the, and I think they waited an extra year so they could put this out for his, his the Bond 40th anniversary because they all the Bronson movies open. were coming out two years, and then there was three years in between his last two which you i was like oh that must mean they're really working up the script and being really good but now i'm like i think it was more crass it was more like let's let's get this out yeah. for the 40th anniversary so it lines up and i also heard premiere with and like george lazenby attended and oh, stuff yeah, like there, that a lot of bonds were there yeah ex- except connery didn't go or something he doesn't do anything well, yeah, he can't he, now, but yeah. at the time he was really like, he was he just still like, yeah, doesn't do it. <laughs> now he's even more bad. He's like, he won't show up for nothing. But yeah, he never, he never showed up for it. He like never really took part in any James Bond stuff after he was done. Yeah. The director's commentary too, it had a lot of like, oh, that kind of matter of fact, it's funny listening to these things and technology has gotten so good now you know like you totally forget like even just them being like yeah like we just did this in computers it's like kind of cool like they didn't have a they didn't have a windshield on the helicopter they just put it in with a computer like it's funny when they like the way they say it it's like wow you know yeah they're they're like they're all like blowing each other about what a great job they did on that on the (laughs) water scene with the parachute they're all like oh my god oh my god yeah yeah so good, so good. We I actually like technology. skipped half of that and just started like watch the last like almost half hour or something. Yeah, I mean it's you didn't miss anything, but like, I don't know. It's there. It's funny because it's my opinions. It's funny how your opinions change. Can I have an opinion? Can I have an opinion? Uh, like it's funny how times change everything. You know, like I literally, if we, if you had told me even going into this, we're gonna watch all four Brazins and you know. These are the ones you're going to like better. I, I mean, nothing against Goldeneye, but I thought for sure Tomorrow Never Dies was the best one. Like, And then the, that world is not oh, just in your, like, stinks. not thinking about it that much and hadn't seen them all in a while? Yeah, just knowing how what how I felt when I first saw them. You know, yeah. like, this is... I wouldn't have put them in this order. It's funny looking at them now and even trying to be positive, you know, and which I think I, I, I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important part. Yeah, I mean, I've been better. I'm trying to be positive, more positive, but, but sometimes you're just like, nah, that doesn't doesn't work. Yep, I'm out. Boom. Yep. So you know, like it's 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 a funny little study. I'm glad we did this the, this way after all, because yeah, we were gonna do the first and last or, or best, best and worst, worst, which they would have been I the same. Ones. It would have it would have been it would yeah it would have been yeah we would have well I I think I used to think that the world is not enough was his worst so we would have been watching right. like you know we would have watched like one and three yeah probably when really we should have watched but I would have voted for two and three because I you know I like I now feel that after returning to Tomorrow Never Dies I feel that Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies are interchangeable in a way in my mm-hmm. brain in I, terms I, of like my the way I how much I like them I sort of like the introduction and the new style of Pierce Brosnan because it was sort of like rebooting the franchise when he came along because because it was you know a new m and everything looked different and everybody was recast except for q uh 
Yeah. So it was nice and new and fresh, but I kind of feel the movie really lags in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I feel that Tomorrow Never Dies, it keeps it up the whole time, but it's almost to its detriment where I'm like, okay, all right, let's just take a moment to breathe. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, so I feel that between the way I like them, it sort of goes back and forth. I like them mm-hmm. equally almost. I like some aspects of one better than the other. I certainly like the score of Tomorrow Never Dies much better than Goldeneye. That's sort of boring. Come on, the best when he's driving when they're yeah. driving on the. <laughs> I wish I had the capability. Something about, I mean, I just don't have an ear for. I really don't ever pay attention to the score or the soundtrack, like I, pretty much I, at all. I, I mean, I do because I'm like enveloped in it, but I don't ever think about it. I would never listen to a movie soundtrack. I think it's weird that people do it, but I like, used to do it a lot. Oh, I guess I Stacey still listen to it. it. It's it's actually you're not really supposed to notice it necessarily like you know what I mean it's like the like umpire my job as a letterer and and right. like, like you're not supposed to notice it but you notice it when it's not done well yeah you notice it when it's bad but if it's done right it's just part of the movie and it just goes but you notice no, it I when wish it I had more of an appreciation like, oh. for it or something I I guess it's just something that like I can love a movie and it might have an awesome soundtrack like like I'll just say for example like. The, the the departed like shipping up the boston's on that it's a great like it's a great tune you know like i'm just like oh this fucking music and the, to me i think the music in the departed is pretty good besides just dropkick mercy song you know but like i don't really think about it in this one i like that there was the clash <laughs> i was like because i listened to london calling like once a day i know? think so that's I, like, oh, I love that song the only time I that, that yeah i, I no, feel they it used does the, um, california girls uh, oh right? yeah that's right that was Oh God! That was, no, it was like no. a sound alike of, uh, of the Beach Boys. It wasn't the Beach Boys. It wasn't, it wasn't the Beach Boys. It was a sound alike of the Beach Boys, and I think they. It should have been I, David Lee Roth. I love they <laughs> should have been, because that would have been about the time too. And I think in the Spy Who Loved Me, they used like Lawrence of Arabia as a, like theme as a gag. I mean, I know that's not Where a pop song. They really shouldn't just. Yeah, I mean, don't. It just sticks out too much in these yeah. movies. They shouldn't. They shouldn't use pop songs or anything. It's just weird. It, it sticks out here and stuck out because here it wasn't even a gag. I don't even no, know what it was. Just so it was. It was like James Bond's going back to London. He's this going is to London. And oh, actually, you know what? It's something it's I noticed on the notes. Something <laughs> I noticed that I thought was pretty fun was that he's looking through like the in-flight magazine, and the and it's an interview with the whatever Elon Musk guy, whoever that guy is. And Gustav Graves, the the like the B level heading says diamonds are forever. Oh, Oh. isn't that cute? There's there's a lot. I mean, we can't even we could we could talk forever about all the in jokes and stuff. I just had I felt like I had an eagle eye when I saw that one though. Oh no, it's good. You didn't even read it. I you just saw it. That's good. No, I paused it and then read the whole article. (laughs) You did. You're like lorem ipsum. (laughs) <laughs> this, this is really boring. I don't even understand this. What is this guy talking about? This makes no sense to me. Taryn. Well, apparently, like the the, the oh, bird watching book that he picks oh, that's, up. Yeah, the Birds of the West Indies, right. I think, or something like that. That's the book written by James Bond that yeah. Fleming took the name James Bond from. Yeah, Fleming right, was everybody. a big bird watcher. Everybody, yeah. calm down with all those. Not you guys. <laughs> I'm talking to the writers. I'm not talking to you. You can point them out all day, but those guys, uh, yeah, they went crazy. Those guys had to. Those guys intentionally did. We're just seeing what they did. They <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, like writing James Bond movies forever. These two guys, Purvis and Wade. 
which I can't yeah. tell if they're the reason that Casino Royale is good or if it's because like John Logan or whoever else worked on it did, you know, cause, cause these, this one's so bad. Yeah. This one, they, I feel like they were just like, and spoiler alert, Spectre's kind of bad too. <laughs> I agree, but uh, I don't think it's as bad as this. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's That's still, that's still like, you know, like a bad slice of like auto pizza, which is like a rare <laughs> thing that happens. It's still good pizza. But right. it's like it's like 7-Eleven it's, it's like a 7-11 Cumberland Farms pizza that's been sitting under a heat lamp and you're like oh, <laughs> you know I just was craving pizza it's 2 a.m. and I've been out like drinking singing karaoke much, so all night in my Batman yeah. suit yeah <laughs> North Dakota I mean yeah it's so it you're I think you put it best John when you watch this you text and you said Pierce Brosnan deserved a better send off. Yeah, I think that's probably. But well, the way. okay. Well, now I'll get into my Pierce Brosnan talk. All right, let's do it. It's time for a Brosnan talk. <laughs> so we've all we all ranked the movies, right? We're like all good with that. I, I, I think we're ranked, all. I ranked much... them in the order that they came out. Yeah, I, I think, think I all... would have to simply agree. I gave uh, strong points to the last movie. I know, but still, uh, if you're going to rank them, there's no other way it, it could go. No other possible way. Right. I mean, you could if 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 you were to say tomorrow never dies is better than Goldeneye, I wouldn't argue with you. If you want to go two, one, three, four, that's you know that's yeah. Totally I'm still gonna go sure. one. Yeah, that's two, acceptable. Three, four. One, a two, <laughs> a three. I love to count. I just left out four. Four. That is it doesn't even count. Even though count. I love to count, it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, 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 I love to count. That's up at three. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right, tell us about Pierce Brosnan. All right, well, it's time for Brosnan talk. I kind of forget what I was going to talk about because we got so (laughs) off. Okay, okay, we were talking about he deserved a better send-off. He didn't know he was getting sent off. He still had, I think they Uh had an option for a fifth one because there was a lot of speculation there. The the whole franchise was in flux. And I remember reading on like commanderbond.net or whatever at the time where they're like, well, we don't know if Pierce is coming back. And then the head of MGM or whatever is like, Pierce is coming back. Don't you worry. He's going to be in the next one. And then the Casino Royale rights were up. And Quentin Tarantula was like, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try to get these rights. And I'm going to film Casino Royale as though it was a period piece, and it'll be shot in black and white. Oh and I feel that's why the beginning of Casino Royale oh, is shot in black, black and white. white Quentin... like yeah, no, I that. never heard him say that. I just thought this was cool Star Wars. And and I think I, I can't remember. It might have been on the James Bonding podcast with Matt Gorley, and oh, uh, right. I think he said that our producer. Pierce, hey Matt, yes, our, cut that out. I feel that I think he said it where he was like uh, that the producer that Pierce needed Bond more than Bond needed Pierce. Although I remember at the time everybody was sort of like, you can't replace Pierce Brosnan. It's sort of like I can't imagine anyone else being Bond but Sean Connery. Everybody was like. Like Pierce Brosnan was born to play this role. Look at him; he's a handsome man. Yeah, he looks like Bond, and he wanted to come back. I saw a little interview clip where they were like, "So why didn't you come back?" He's like, "Well, like I wanted to. I thought things were going really well, you know." He's <laughs> like, "I didn't know I wasn't gonna be back," you know. And he's I, calling he, up MGM. He's like, "Did you see how that did? Yeah, Looks pretty yeah, good, yeah. huh?" I'm the billion I'm dollar kidding. Bond. Remember, <laughs> it is ballsy of them to be like wow this this movie made like almost like a hundred million more than the last one and it was you know pretty popular let's not do that anymore it's like usually the bond producers are always like 
let's do that again all the time. You know, Skyfall did this. Let's do that again. And then, like, they do it again, and it fails. Thanks. Well, I mean, yeah. Spectre didn't fail. It still did very well, but not Creatively. as well. But, yeah, they seem to, like, hit on the formula. Like, let's do that again. And then everybody's like, yeah, yeah we already saw that. Don't do that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my, my Brosnan talk. He wanted to come back for more Bond. And then when Quentin Tarantino was talking about doing Casino Royale, he's like, well, now that Pierce is out, I'm going to bring him in if I get the rights and, and Pierce at the time kept going like, I want to do something more gritty. And, you know, let's bring in Brett Ratt to film the next one because he oh, that movie with Woody Harrelson and what's her face at the time, something Sunrise, which was actually I remember seeing and thinking was fine. It was a good movie at, at the time. Probably now I'd watch it and be like, you know, now that I'm reassessing every movie that I've every watched. Every movie you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's funny because the same thing. Now, what's his name? Timothy Dalton kind of thought the same thing he thought he was coming back you know yeah. like or he was ready and they were like yeah. nope so i mean it, it's no, good like, i mean you need to do three more and he was like ah, no, nah, i don't well yeah he didn't want to do one three. number but... six at the box office that year behind lord of the rings spider-man star wars men in black i mean yeah that's Harry cool. those, those are heavy still hitters pretty good yeah i mean that's pretty yeah. good i am gonna say though i feel like harry Halle Berry probably had a lot to do with that. I think a lot of people. She was did. hot. She was very. I big. mean, I, I was at the height of my horniness for Halle Berry. Right. You were on your so high horniness for. Like, we're like clay, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it was the good move. It was nothing against Pierce Brosnan. He did. Oh, I'm gonna. He was I'm a gonna great. Say I enjoy him as Bond. He's my favorite Bond. I always I recognize Connery is the Bond. Sort of like how I recognize the fact that Empire Strikes Back is the perfect Star Wars movie. But, that really uh, old you know, movie? I still like to watch Revenge of the Sith more. You know? <laughs> like, I know Raiders <laughs> is the best movie, but sometimes I'm just sort of like, I really need Temple of Doom. I really like this for some reason, even though I know it's not as good. Maybe I know you guys Pierce... should just make me watch those movies. No, I'm not going to make you watch it. I'm not going to make you watch anything. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's not like I'm going to hate it. Watch Star whatever Star you want to watch. Lost Ark episode. Go back and listen to I that. Know. Go back and listen to Raiders of the Lost Ark episode. There's something about, though, because I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark like a million, and, and Empire Strikes Back like a million times. Like, it's, it's there's nothing really new to it. But once in a while, it's like, I'm going to watch the next best one and see if there, I can catch something that I haven't seen before. Pierce um, so Brosnan yeah. is never not Bond. Like even in this pretty terrible movie that, at the high end, got a C minus all around. <laughs> I mean, wow. A D plus is John. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, but, well. Let's even if we were to drop his low grade. Yeah. Still right. a C minus. Generous. Generous C minus. Leaning Generous. towards. Leaning towards D plus. Right. I don't know why I didn't just give it a D plus, but <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be generous. <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, he. But even in the what's that movie with him and Rene Russo, the the Thomas Crowner, even that he's playing Bond. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, well, there was like there was this contract, this clause in his contract that they said you can't wear like a, a tuxedo with like a black tie in any other movie that you're in. Uh, <laughs> so people like, and, but apparently that started when Roger Moore was in Cannonball Run and he was playing <laughs> Roger Moore, a, a guy oh, who really? thought he, he was a guy who thought he was Roger Moore or something real stupid. And he's wearing a tux and he's driving an Aston Martin and That's the producers hilarious. were like, no. So then they put that in 
James Bond actors' contracts that they couldn't go wear tuxes with black ties and shit in oh other God. movies. That's because of Roger Moore in the crappy Cannonball Run movie. I remember loving that movie when I was a kid. I don't have I remember to watch your that brother again. did. He used to draw pictures. Like he drew his own movie posters and stuff <laughs> for it all the time. I don't remember that at we'll all. We'll have to do a Patreon episode of that one for those <laughs> people that you know. We you get could... if we get literally one Patreon subscriber, we could <laughs> do that show. Win a free Mark Durson sketch. I don't know, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, like, I think in that way. Pierce Brosnan is James Bond. Like he will, yeah. he kind of plays yeah. that cool guy so well that then he can't not do it. He'll be Doctor Fate soon. That's right. And it's he's he's kind of like my James Bond because of the age I was and that I was on my high horny horse. That <laughs> <laughs> that you know, in a way, he's mine. Even if he wasn't like like I would say the best or my favorite or the first or whatever you know like he's kind of my guy yeah i agree i agree with that too because even though like as i grew up roger moore was james bond but... i was i really dug roger moore when i was like 12 i was like this guy is awesome <laughs> i hate connery roger moore all the way duran duran view to a kill i love right. this guy with his like facelift and stuff <laughs> Which, i look it i'm not gonna bad mouth roger moore other than that because no, everything i've heard gonna... about him is that he was a wonderful human being, and he right. did all that stuff for UNICEF, and he was Sir Roger Moore and and whatnot, and everything I've heard about him. And he gave was, this movie a, a, an F. He gave it a thumbs down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I agree with him, but I mean, I I agree with you, Clay. I mean, I know what you mean. Like the, as I was coming into my own as an adult, as your horny my, horniness. my horniness. And, you know, yeah, I mean, and there are probably people now who are like, oh, like Dan- Daniel Craig is yeah, James Daniel Bond Craig's... and that old guy. And he's he's kind of my James Bond, too, because naturally, like, because you're horny still for him, my, still yeah. not, not <laughs> my that, of my horny. When he came out of the water, <laughs> he, he, well, we can do Casino Royale, maybe just to see. Maybe we'll do an episode on that just to see. Yeah. Like, the, it's, a, the, it's a long one. <laughs> It is long. That is the only drawback of that movie. Oh my god! But it, that's, I remember watching that. I feel I like I, yeah, this I was. It really was. I, I remember you, you said that when we saw Quantum of Solace. I was like, "This is the shortest Bond movie ever," and you're like, "Oh, it doesn't feel like it." <laughs> no, it really didn't. That one was pretty boring. I I don't know. Maybe I should watch it again. But at the time, we'll I was like, this "What's his face?" Is Craig's next. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I go watch that one again. Or, or, yeah. uh, not Spectre. Is your Spectre against my, my Spectre? But maybe when the new one comes out, we'll, we'll have to do it. Eventually. Yeah. It'll be out. I'm very excited. I want to go to the theater. Well, I've been watching that. Mr. Robot, so I'll take more, you know, Remy Malik. Yeah, I think that's going to be good. I'm excited about that movie. I'm excited about. I don't give a shit. Oh, the black woman, oh, black lady. I, uh, look at I had I I what? stopped watching a bunch of YouTubers because they were getting like they're gonna replace James Bond with the black woman who calls herself 007. They're gonna be fucking woke. And I was like, oh, you guys, you haven't even seen the movie. Yeah, there, I heard it's there's like, gonna be a CGI Sean Connery that comes in. CGI Sean Connery is gonna come in <laughs> and say like, "Hello, 007." To her, 
going there, new James. Yeah, I mean, no, let's get five Jameses. Let's bring them all in. Big Tam. <laughs> Big Tam. All right. Well, I think we can wrap uh, this episode up. Yes. Thanks yeah. for listening. Check out all of our other episodes on leaguepodcast.com or wherever. Stitcher behind the paywall. No, <laughs> no, it's free on Stitcher. I don't. One would pay for that. <laughs> People do pay for Stitcher. They have like exclusive yeah, shows. That's why I so said go, oh, right. go out there. Right. I tried Stitcher. to go back Stitcher.com and listen to James Bonding podcast, and they're all like, "These all the old episodes are on the Stitcher behind the paywall." And I was like, "Ah, fuck! I ain't. Uh, I want to <laughs> listen, but I don't want to listen that bad." Send us some codes. So we can yeah, come on, Gorley. What are you doing? You work for Conan. I know he has special, but I mean, most of the specials are like, oh, no commercials and whatever. Who cares? The commercials are are, are not that big a deal, especially Conan O'Brien because he his commercials are hilarious. Yeah, they're really. He funny. like makes he like makes fun of the products as he's. Anyways, they like that. Yeah. 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 love it because chilling, like chilling billion... for another podcast. I love when he talks about magoosh. It's like some kind of test studying thing, and he just like. You know, when I was taking my SATs, I wish I had my goosh. I wish we had a sponsor that we could make fun of. If I had a sponsor, I'd be kissing their ass. <laughs> All right, anyways, check us out on Stitcher, Spotify. 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 <laughs> Apple Spotify. Music. Oh, Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music. Don't go looking at any of the places that we've just mentioned because we're not actually there. <laughs> if you're listening, which you're not, you're, you are you're listening, so. What are we getting? Yeah, no one listens. Right, Thank you. Sure. Thank you for listening. And, the league. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Thank you. Not what do we care? <laughs> no, I think you mean the opposite. Yeah, Thanks we care. We check care. out all of our episodes. Please check out our Buzz Dixon interview though, because that one I'm I I think that was a really fun one. Yeah, very it's, well. It's better than like I sort of grade us as a D plus on average, <laughs> but I'll give that one a solid B. A generous C minus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not because of the, the person we were interviewing. That was the interviewers. Yeah. A wonderful episode, a wonderful guest, and hopefully yeah. we'll have him back. He did he did say it would He said he'd be good. delighted. Delighted, yes. And that was a that was a generous delighted on his part. That's right. Huh. Thanks so much for listening and uh we'll see you guys later. <laughs>